Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. You'll never have the sacred stone. <laughs> oh, this you crazy mother. The Savachi syndrome, I'm telling you, I'm like, well, holy shit, that was crazy. Wait for it. Thick and slick. <laughs> Yo, what is up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Moto Aftermath Show Fantasy Podcast Edition. We are here wrapping up uh, Seattle and talking about the final Triple Crown of the year, St. Louis. <sighs> week off, and I'm I'm rattled. I have uh, been off for a week, so I haven't been practicing my, my speaking points as per normal. Um, so anyway, before we get started with this, though, let's thank our sponsors. So as always, I want to thank our presenting sponsors, TLR Coatings. Uh, Premier Custom Trailers and Energy Fuel because it's the best fucking drink out there. Um, also want to thank everyone else who is on board with us, helping us out with prizes and everything. Uh, Adept Creative Co., Holster Co., uh, Alias Sport, uh, Gutterworks, uh, Dirt Bike Depot. Sorry, I'm literally rattling this off my brain here, guys. I uh, I don't have my, sheet, my cheat sheet in front of me. Um, Isaac Nelson Designs, Clutch Media. Am I forgetting anybody, Justin? I don't think so. I think that was everybody. Hopefully that was everybody. Like I said, I'm rattled. I don't even have my cheat sheet in front of me. We've been off for a week. Uh, for those of you who don't know, we do play Fantasy Supercross and Motocross on the Pulpamix Fantasy Show site. So go ahead and check them out. Join our league. It's the Moto Aftermath Show League. Uh, and then uh, make sure to follow us on Instagram and DM us your team name because we give away weekly prizes courteous of our friends over at Alias Sport, aliasport.com. And uh, we give away year-end prizes, which include a number one number play, uh, Kevin Moran's jersey, uh, Scott Meshi jersey, a Dirt Bike Depot gift card, t-shirts, all sorts of stuff. So, again, like I said, make sure to join our league and jump in and play. As always with me here, uh, one of the co-hosts, because Cole is, well, I guess he's actually doing adult things supposedly tonight. So, we can't really, uh, can, we, can we make fun of that or... If he's telling the truth, but I don't know if he's telling the truth, so, you know, we'll never know. We'll find out tomorrow. We, look, we have three days to just absolutely beat his spirits down, so it's fine. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, exactly. Just, 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 take the, the, just take whatever youthful exuberance is still in that under-30 kid. chuck it out the window. And just fucking leave it on the window at I-55 in a cornfield. Fuck. Bury Holy it. shit. Bury it. Uh, on the phone with me, it is the original co-host. It's the one, the only Justin Hartzell. Hi, buddy. <laughs> uh, how's it going, bud? <laughs> oh man, you know it's been a long, it's been a long week. My fuck it yeah. meter was real high today, but I plowed through that, and uh, yeah, now we're now we're here. So uh, we are, uh, in case anyone's wondering what we're talking about, we are going to St. Louis tomorrow. You, me, and Cole for the race. Uh, we're going to do a couple yep. other fun things. Usually uh, the Lego store is on my agenda when I go to a big city because we don't have one locally here in the old little Kalamazoo, Michigan. And uh, also we are going to the Pulpamex live show tomorrow night with our Moto Aftermath show t-shirts on. So this is going to go well. <laughs> I'm excited for this. Oh, that's great. I mean, three three big du- or well, two big dudes and a scrawny dude, uh, you know, whatever, whatever we call shit them. Up. Just uh, you know, just in our bright red shirts that say Moto Aftermath Show, I'm sure they won't know we're there. 
It's fucking shit up. Yep, it's going to be awesome. And my retired <laughs> Geico Honda coat. Kevin Moran's hats. Yes, that too. Should I wear the uh should I wear the red Geico Honda coat so that way it's real it's like red on red? <laughs> totally red red totally, totally kidding. I'm wearing the blue one because it's not supposed to be like that cold. Although it is not supposed to be great. It's supposed to be like 46 for a high tomorrow there. It sucks. Saturday will be nice though. I think it's supposed to be like 56 and sunny, so that'll yes, be nice. It's 50 it said 55 partly sunny and then Sunday when we're leaving it's supposed to be 71, so it'll be nice on Sunday. So all right, yeah, exactly. Uh, we're just killing some time here, basically, because we have a uh, a short show tonight. As I said, we are wrapping up Seattle and then talking St. Louis picks. But St. Louis is a triple crown, so basically, I mean, for lack of a better term, at this point, if you're anywhere in the running, you pick the highest handicaps you can who qualify for the night show, and you pick the best all star that you can pick, and you go for it. So, um, but before we get into that, let's talk results from last week. So, first off, congratulations to do. Yeah, I speak good English. I told you I'm rattled. Uh, congratulations to Dirt Scooter 13 with a score of 275 last week. He did win our league. So, Dirt Scooter, if you hit me up, uh, we will get a prize coming in the mail to you at some point between now and you know before 2023. Um, looks like, man, did I win last week between the three of us? Yeah, I think so. Holy fucking shit. I mean, honestly, I don't even remember. I remember it wasn't a great week for me. Uh, oh, it was a terrible week for me. So, okay, cool. So, last week, uh, for scores, I ended up 35th in our league, which isn't terrible. Um, ended up scoring 225. 250 class, I had Jalik Swole got me 30 points, Christian Craig 23, Caden Amarine got me 30, and my letdown was a little bit of that Ryan Surratt sauce. Uh, only got me 12 points. In the 450 class, I had the marvelous Marvin Muskin got me 26, Oldenburg nailed down 42, Chiz got me 34, and Clayson got me 28. Again, for a score of 225, which was the best out of us three dipshits. Uh, Justin, what did you have? So I had a terrible week again. Um, I had 187 points because I decided to roll the <laughs> dice on the 250. Yeah, man. You know, I took a shot. I swung, uh, I swung, and it didn't work. So uh, 250s, I had Derek Kelly with 30. I had Christian Craig as well with 23. But uh, I decided to, like I said, swing for the fences and go for Josh Greco and Colin Juran, and they both obviously <laughs> didn't make the mains. <laughs> oh. So that was rough. Uh, honestly, though, my 450 points weren't bad. Um, I had Joan Cross with 32. I also had Marvin Muscan with 26 and Oldenburg with 42. And then I also picked Justin Starling for 34. So, you know, honestly, had I not tried to, you know, swing for the fences and pick two guys that hadn't rode the 250 class all year, um, I probably would have been right around or maybe just underneath where you were at. But, you know, sometimes you got to swing for the fences and see what happens. It didn't work. I mean, after... After the way Indianapolis went, like I'm pretty much I've dropped so far back, so I'm not even worried at this point. At this point, I'm just trying to put in some decent results and see what happens. But I know at this point, I'm I'm so far back now; it doesn't even really matter. So we'll see what happens moving forward. What we got? How okay. many more rounds left? Uh, six, six, two, or uh, no, five? Five, five, yeah, five, five, yeah, five more rounds. So I mean, basically, I'm setting a standard that I want to be in the 225 range for the next five rounds. And if I can meet that, then I'll be fine with it. Because before Indy, I was actually doing very, very well. You and me were killing Cole. And then Indy happened, and uh, yeah, that's when it fell apart. So if I can get 225 the next five rounds, I'll be fine with it. Yeah, so um, 
just so everybody knows, too, since he's now on the phone, Cole uh, split the difference. He went skiing with us this week, and uh, mm-hmm. he got 217. He had Hunter Lawrence for 26, Wyatt Lionsmith for 42, and then he rolled the dice. He had Devin Harriman for zero, and Hunter Slosher, who broke his back or something, for zero. Uh, but then 450s, he had A-Ray, 32, Marv, 26, Oldenburg, 42, and Starling, 34. And he nailed uh, Craig for first lap leader for 15 points, uh, which got him to 217. So that was good. Let me go back here to the overall and see where we're – let me see where we're at here overall. Um, I think he's like 50 points down from you. Let me see. So in the series overall, I am 25th with 2,856. Uh, Cole has is 35th, so he's exactly 10 spots back. With 2,818, so he's not quite for. He's like 38 points, and uh, you're yeah. not on the first page, and I am. No, not- I'm at like 20. I'm at like a 26, 18, or 26, 22. Like I said, Indianapolis really, really fucked me over. So, yeah. like I said, at this point, I know that I'm so far back. I I don't even really. If I get 225, like I said, I'll be happy. So the sad thing is, is like my average is 238, but the guy winning two stroke, no smoke in our league is averaging 255 points, which is fucking ridiculous. Let's go to the dashboard here now. Oh, man, I've fallen out of the top 1000. That sucks. (laughs) Whatever. Okay. anyway, moving on here. Uh, Let's see here. My team um all right so moving on here we're back to the east coast and again this is a triple crown so you just got to basically pick guys that make it in uh which will be really easy because we're going to run the lcqs before the night show even starts so uh definitely we'll be picking in between lcqs and night show uh 250 class here now one thing to note they were talking about on the pulp show was that next week in atlanta is a east west showdown so oh yeah top four in the east and top four in the west will be all stars for the 250s so might be lucrative to pick someone fifth through eighth this week as your all-star um and then that way next week you have options so Oh. East West Shootout is going to be a great weekend uh, in both of them, actually, to make up a lot of points in the 250 class. Yeah. Um, now, a couple other things to note. I heard Grant Harlan is not riding. Uh, number one, I heard he got dropped from the team he was on. And number two, I heard he got hurt. Uh, so he's out. Uh, let's see here. Anybody Styles else? is also out um from obviously he got hurt before indy yeah uh kyle peters is back in max volan is finally back in um cooper webb is out this weekend um and shane and max and steer both back in for the 450s this weekend as well Hmm. okay well um i don't think anything else outside of that that's very interesting to be honest with you okay well, I am picking a team right now. Um, I already have a team in mind if you want me to go. Yeah, who you got? You're still picking yours. Yeah. All right, so my all-star, and once again, like Travis has said quite a few times, this is a triple crown, so obviously this, these are probably not going to be our teams, like probably at all, other than maybe our all-stars. Um, so my all-star is going to be Pierce Brown at a three. I just think kind of at this point, outside of Jet and McAdoo, I mean – who else are you gonna? I mean, RJ and you know, I, I think it's down to those two. Who, if you're not gonna pick Jet or McAdoo, uh, I'm gonna go Pierce Brown of the three. 
I am going to go. Let me see. So I know his handicap. I'm going to go Phil because he is not an all-star anymore because he didn't make it in Indy and he's at a zero handicap. And we know that yes, Indy, he didn't make it in him and Hardy Munoz had a gnarly battle, but he's top 10 guy. So if you're at a zero handicap, I'm pretty fine with that. I'm also going to go with the guy that made sure he didn't get in in Indy and that's Hardy Munoz at an eight. Um, and then I also think, man, I got to go with Chiz. Chiz at a zero. I mean, I know that Indy wasn't great. He got an 11th, but I think that he's just consistent enough that I think he's going to be top 10 no matter what. And like I said, at this point, I just have a, a 225 goal. And I feel like I'm rolling the dice with this one, but I feel that his qualifying times – oh, no, I already got uh, four. So the only other guy I would be looking at is Jarrett Fry. That would be the guy I would look at at 11. I know we make fun of him. But let's be honest, his qualifying times, uh, he can make it in on those. And if you're guaranteed a spot in an 11, I mean, dude, he can do 18th. So um, he'd be the only other guy I'd really look at. But, yeah, I got Hardy Munoz, Chiz, Nicoletti, and Pierce Brown. Okay. Uh, okay, so my 250 class, um, I have Phillip, uh, I have Marshall Welton, I have Josh Varese. And then I got Pierce Brown, all subject to change depending upon how qualifying and everything goes. Because like we said, we're going to know everybody that's in there. So that's what I got for the 250 class. Honestly, if there's some 16s that get in there, I will pick them. So I am still somewhat playing the long game here of trying to average 230 plus. Because uh, I know some people are going to get sendy here as we get into the last five rounds because they're going to try to be passing their friends. They're going to try to get up into a prize position, something. So I'm going to keep keep the course here, even though I am in a spot where I could get sendy. Uh, but I'm just going to all 16s and what I hope to be a solid all star for the weekend. Uh, well, you do have, and you're gonna, and we're, and like I said, the the good thing is, is that we're gonna know there are a few guys that had some rough Indianapolis weekend or had a rough Indianapolis weekend, so their handicaps did go up, but they are good qualifiers. You got Luke Neese, I think he's at a 13. You got Jeremy Hand, who's at a 12. You got um, fuck, uh, fuck Jeremy Hand. Yeah, but if you're talking about getting in in qualifying times, he has been pretty much top 18 almost every weekend outside of, I think, the first weekend in Minneapolis. So if he's guaranteed, he gets in on times and he's at a 12 handicap, I mean, dude, that you're fine. And then Josh Cartwright's another one. So you, Josh Osby's at an 11, another guy that has really good, you know, he's good at pra- he has good uh, practice qualifying times. So, Look, I mean, you I have some guys I don't that you trust. Could- I don't trust Osby to beat one guy and make sure I get double points. All right. <laughs> Yeah, but I think he did an indie though. I think he, all he did was beat that one guy, and I think he's an 11 handicap. So, like I said, you have some guys that if they can get it on the qualifying times, you have some high handicap picks. But I don't see uh, any 16s getting in. I didn't look that close if there's any 16s. But I think we're at that part of the season that I don't see any of the guys that are 16 handicaps making it in because they're just so far off the pace that I don't even think they're going to be good enough to make it in through the LCQ. So... I don't really know if this weekend is going to be as high in the scores as we've seen in the first two Triple Crowns. All right. Well, we'll see. Uh, moving on to 450s here. Um, again, all these subject to change. Uh, but I have, for my All-Star, I have Ando at a 3. I just think that's a nice, safe one. Um, I have A-Ray at a 12 because I think A-Ray will make it in. Uh, yep. I have Freddie Norin at a 9. Because uh, Freddie's been doing pretty well at making mains, so we'll see. Um, and then uh, this one, real Sandy here. Uh, I have Scott Meshy. 
oh, well, you know, Scott did make it in. I mean, it wasn't in qualifying times, but he did make it in through the LCQ. So, yep, at a 16. Um, so, I mean, Justin Brayton's coming back. He's a three non all star possibility. Benny Max Bloss. is back. Mikel Rath, Benny Bloss. Yeah, is coming back. Um, so, speaking of Max and them, okay, I have not listened to all of the Moto 60 show yet. Uh, and no one else seems to be talking about this. Did you see Cooksey's post? Uh, you mean his video? Well, I watched the video after you had sent that to the group text. I yeah. don't know if you've seen this, but that was actually cleared up. Max and Shane are racing this weekend, but apparently the thing is, and maybe you already saw this, is that the partner that uh, Forrest was working with, that was, I guess, a lot of the money backer throughout this whole thing, is not there anymore. So it's actually going back to the old name of BBMX, which is obviously Butler Brothers Motocross. And that's their new – they're going back to that name. Like if you look on their social media account, yeah. uh, Rocky Mountain is not on there anymore. It's pretty much BBMX and whatever the fuck their other you know, fly and all that kind of crap. So, yeah, I don't know the guy's name. I think his name's like Mark something. I don't know. Racer X has a whole article on it. But, uh, yeah, it's pretty much – they'll be there this weekend. But I think that after Supercross, it's very up in the air of what's going to happen with that team. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I mean, I pumped, I pumped Cooksey for info, but he wouldn't tell me who told him. So, um, I mean, it's not shocking. Let's be honest. Yeah, no, it's not at all. And it's even more, it's, it gets even less shocking knowing that Rocky Mountain has now dropped them. So, yeah. And then if Rocky Mountain has dropped him and whoever this money backing guy is or whatever, like I said, I think his name is Mark something. Maybe yeah, I'm wrong, he but was, he was somebody out of the UK, I think. Yeah, so I, uh, I remember hearing it's gonna, it was an interesting situation. It's going to start going downhill quick. They're going to start losing a lot of uh, a lot of sponsors and a lot of connections. Yep. So, okay, um, okay, but they are going to be there, so that's okay. But yeah, how's, yeah. How's but it? Max is at a seven, and McElrath's at a five, and who knows how healthy these dudes are? I mean, I'm going to assume that Max is definitely going to be the healthier one out of the two because he's been off a lot longer, yeah. but. Who really knows? And then obviously, like you said, you have Benny Bloss coming back at 11, who we do know he can put in a one-lap heater. So I don't see Benny not making it in, but I also don't see him being able to go the three mains without fucking completely fading into oblivion. Yeah, like Benny will make it in. I have no I have no qualms about that. Oh, it it won't shock me if he goes out and puts P12. Yeah, so so I'm out on that. Um, Okay, who do you got, man? So I got Justin Barsha, which he's also three, just like Ando. Um, I am also picking a Ray and Freddie Norin. Uh, I think those are two really good picks. The only other one I'm looking at, which God, I love Scott. And I know that it's probably going to be, if he's going to get in, it's going to be through the LCQ, but the triple crown thing, it's, I don't know, man, his, his first attempt at a triple crown was not great that weekend in Arlington. Um, but like I said, we do know that he, he is a racer and not a, a guy that puts it in qualifying times. Um, so he'd be someone I look at. But I'm actually going to go Justin Rod Bell at a 14. Ooh, um, I know that his qual. What's up? I said, ooh, bold. Yeah, but I mean, I know his qualifying times, he's been hovering around that 18 to 21, 22. But also kind of like Scott and like Kev, he is a he's a racer. He's not a guy that's going to go out and put in one lap heaters. So even if he doesn't make it in, I feel like he can make it in through the LCQ. So, yeah, I mean, we have two of the same guys in Norton and A-Ray, who we both know they can make it in through qualifying. And flip flop, you know, Barsha instead of Ando, and like I said, Rod Bell. I mean, look, I would love to say that I'd be comfortable in picking Max, McElrath, and Bloss, but they're all coming back from being off for a while. Yeah. Um, 
I'm not really confident that even if they do make it in, uh, that their night's going to go that well. Yeah, me neither. Me neither. So. Um, Brayton is back as well. I don't know if we touched on that, but he's only at a three handicap. I so. did say that. Uh, <sighs> sorry. What other Dylan guy? is up in the air. Dylan is up in the air. I heard, he, I heard, he, I heard he's out. I heard he's not. He's not. Yeah. Um, uh, only other one I'm looking at here. Heart raft at a four. Ah, uh, I don't know, man. That's top, mm, top 10 dude now. Yeah. But still though, I mean, <sighs> I don't know. Like he was, he was good in um, the first Triple Crown in what was it, Glendale? Yeah. But um, I don't know, man. I don't know. I mean, maybe now with Coop being out, it's almost a guaranteed. Um, but Sexton is back this weekend. Who knows if his fucking you know head's gonna be scrambled or not? Um, but I don't know. I mean, once again, we know it's that time of the year where it's very up in the air with a lot of these guys. Well, I mean, Web, I'm not even. Webb's out. Yep, Webb is out. Um, I don't know. Austin Politelli made it in in Seattle. Actually, I don't even know if he's going to be there this weekend because I don't think he rode Indy. Tristan Um, Tristan Lane at an 11? Yeah, maybe. But once again, it's it's sketchy because he's definitely not going to make it in on his time. He's going to the LCQ. And obviously, we know that's going to be a fucking shit show. Yeah. Um, I'm out on Amar. Carnow to 12, maybe. But yeah, no, I don't. And Bogle's out because now his handicap, he's done so well the last couple weekends, his handicap's at a two, so I'm yeah. out on that one. Um, yeah, I don't really have any other guys, and I haven't looked at the track map that close, so I don't know about the whole FFL thing. Yeah, I haven't looked at that close either. So, All right, well, cool. Uh, like I said, short show tonight. Um, anything else you got? Uh... No, I'm just glad we're back racing. That week little break was Nice. Now we're uh, getting back to racing, so that's good. We got five five weeks, five weeks, and then we got a few weeks off, and then we're in the summer grind of summer, baby. Yeah, the grind of outdoors. Ugh. Sounds terrible already. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least they get more time off this year than the last couple of years—three weeks instead of two. So that'll be nice. Hurlings. Yeah, man. I mean, maybe. I doubt it. I still stand by what I said in the group text because uh, who knows when he's even going to ride. But, you know, if I'm telling you what, man, if we if, if it's confirmed before we do our show, that's going to be a whole different conversation we're going to have to have if, if Hurlings is in. Fuck, that'll take like 20 minutes just to go over that whole fucking thing. I mean, it won't be that hard. He's <laughs> when he's probably <laughs> winning it. We'll call it at least half to three quarters of the races. And, uh, yeah, and uh, the title probably ninety five percent chance. So we should just tell Paul that because he's a he's a foreigner and he's only on here on a one year or a half a year deal that just make him a fucking sixteen and not an all star. So everybody picks him every weekend. <laughs> yes, yes, that's exactly what we need. <laughs> so I don't know. I was having the conversation with Hopper last night about him, and uh, dude, it's all over the place, man. I know, it I is- know. I'm super sad because I didn't cut the clip of us arguing about it <laughs> before yeah. before it kind of went big here. So, uh, Dude. but yeah, yeah. But no, he, uh, yeah, it's definitely, it's the talk of the town here because it's definitely on the dot. Like we went in a very short time of like less than a week from you and yeah. I arguing about it and you telling me there was absolutely no way to now you're like, well, I still don't think so, but so like well i mean fucking who was it um lewis phillips and then also somebody else uh i forgot who it was but they basically put it at a 60 40 that he's going to be here look 
like I told you guys, I don't think it's going to happen because I know the fact that, like I said, that he was at a MotoGP recently and he couldn't even put weight on his leg and he hasn't even, not even, they don't even know what he's going to start riding. But here's the thing. If he is for sure in and it's confirmed, like say even two weeks before fucking uh, Paula, it'll be the equivalent of when RV went over and did the GPs. Yeah. Like, cause we already kind of know what Kyrelli is going to do this, but he's not doing the whole series. If Hurlings come o- comes over here and races our series, even if it's just this year, it'll be the biggest news that has happened in fucking I don't know when. Because it, it it's such a big deal. Whether people want to acknowledge it or not, if whether they hate Hurlings, the whole Euro versus American thing, it's gonna fucking it's gonna light everything on fire because we're oh, yeah. finally gonna settle to the debate of who is better, a Euro or our guys, because we'll have a whole fucking series to prove it. Well, as I said before on the show, and I'll say it again, and I even said this to Johnny last night, if, if he gets good enough where he can ride the first round, he will be here because I'm, oh, for I'm sure. telling you, it's K- KTM wants to win a title. I don't even think, oh, yeah. it, I don't, I don't even yeah. think it's him. Like I like he he might be saying like, yeah, I would do it. But I I'm telling you behind closed doors, KTM is sitting there going, fuck, we're we are going to have zero titles this year. In the moto scene. Well, especially Zero. because, uh, and you probably already heard this. Uh, is there, there's a rumor going around that they don't even know if Coop's going to ride outdoors. I haven't. I've heard things, but I haven't heard anything yeah. solid. So now, if Coop doesn't ride outdoors, Marv's out. Obviously, Cairoli's going to do some rounds. Yep. But that's going to be it. He's already he he already in his mind knows which rounds he's going to do because obviously he's not staying here in the states. He's going to be going back and forth. Yeah. The U.S. with Aaron Plessinger. And we all love AP, but let's be real. He's not winning a title, and he's probably not even going to get top three, which is shitty to say because he was so close last year. But let's be honest. He's not going to this year. Yep. You're you're basically throwing everything out there, and you're fucking making sure, like, hey, we need to win a, at least one title. We need to win a title. Mm-hmm. And Hurlings is obviously going to be your best bet. But, dude, I'm going to tell you this right now. If he is in, every ticket sale for every national – like people are gonna do people that probably haven't been to a national in years are gonna be like, you know what? I'm fucking going. Yep. I'm going. Because if anything, they're just gonna be there because they want to I don't know if they necessarily want to see Hurlings lose, but they want to be there to see that if he does lose, they basically can go, Yeah, you know, Americans are better, you know, especially a fucking red bud, dude. Holy shit. Yeah. Well, like I said, with with the uh what's it called the the momentum that tomac's building here um it could if he does come it could get very interesting i know you're you're a tomac hater and you're gonna sit here and say that oh there's no fucking chance or anything i'm not quite that convinced uh i think hurlings will get him more often than not but i think tomac's going to win some races also he is very comfortable on that bike Oh, for sure. And I'm not doubting that or whatever. And fucking Tomac hate or whatever. Like people can label me that. Like I, I can't at this point, I can't, you know, change people's minds that I don't actually hate Tomac. But the problem is, is that hurlings, he's going to come in, even if he's ready to go, he's going to be coming in behind the eight ball. So his basically thing is, is the first three rounds, because I think we're getting three, three round. No. Three rounds, yes. We're going to do Paula, Hangtown, and Thunder Valley, and then we're going to get the break before we do the East Coast Swing. His basically objective would be, 
I have to be third or better for this first three rounds because then I'm going to hit. I'm actually going to start to peak come round four at high point when we go back east. That's going to be the only problem is, is that if Eli, because we know he's going to be hundred percent and now he's going to have more downtime before after, after Supercross, he goes out and wins. Now we're looking at, well, hurlings has got to be at least third or better because if he's not, because he's not hundred percent by the time we get to high point, he's going to be too far back. So that's the only thing that's going to, that sucks about this whole thing is that knowing that hurlings might not be hundred percent for at least three rounds but the shitty thing is, is that if he's not 100% and we know it and he still comes out in BCLI, holy shit, dude, people are going to mm-hmm. lose their minds. <laughs> yep. Yep. Well, it'll be interesting to say the least. So we'll see. It's going to give some, I'll, it's, it's going to, it's going to breathe new, breathe new air into our outdoor series. Let's just leave it at that. I'll tell you what, keep an eye on social this weekend. I bet you if he shows up at that American or at the Circuit of Americas for MotoGP this yeah. weekend, I bet you yep. the rumors just go fucking even more wild than they already are. Oh, for sure, dude. And look, like I said, if I'm wrong about this, and I don't know if these were my exact words when we did the show, if I'm wrong about this, it'll be the first thing in my life that I will say I'm happy to be wrong about because I've been saying this for years. Even when we first heard about this years ago after the Iron Man thing that he could come over here, that's all I've ever wanted since fucking 2015 was to see hurlings over here because we can finally figure out who is the best 450 motocross rider in the world. Is it Jeffrey hurlings or is it Eli Tomac? And if it happens, dude, I, I don't give a shit that I'm wrong about it. I don't fucking care. I will be so ecstatic because the outdoor series will be absolutely insane. It will be absolutely insane. And I know nobody wants to give credit to Dylan. He's going to throw his name in there a little bit, but yes, it's for the most part, probably going to be hurlings and Tomac because I feel that, Jeffrey's going to do what Jeffrey's going to do, but Eli is going to have a reason to go past his comfort zone. And we'll find out if he can do it for a whole entire season. Can he ride to that limit where fucking hurlings doesn't give a shit? And Eli's like, you know what? I'm going to send myself into the ground if I have to. Yeah, we'll see, man. We'll see. Only time will tell. So, all right. Well, that's enough talking about that stuff. We got six hours to talk about this tomorrow. So thanks everybody for tuning in. Another episode of Moto Aftermath show fantasy podcast edition. Uh, Make sure to check out our sponsors. Links in the description down below. Uh, Make sure to join our league, and we will be back next week to talk some more fantasy, and uh, we will be back wrapping up St. Louis on the main show. So thanks for tuning in. We'll see everybody next week. See you.